Jenny, I'd like to create a profile. You'd, You'd like, like to, to purchase, purchase an, an NHL, NHL team? team? No, no. I want to create a profile for your new, ho- your new homelessness app. I'm, I'm Jenny, your, your digital, digital mayor. mayor. <laughs> I know. I need a place to live. I will now innovate you a profile on Homely TM, Seattle's 21st century solution to homeless people. Please place your face. <laughs> Please place your face inside the box for data collection. Ah, oh, Jesus. Okay. Innovating. 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 Facial innovation inconclusive. Please select from the menu so that you may be directed to judgment or pity. Uh, okay. Insanity. Not quite. Addiction? No. Lifestyle choice? Other. Okay, other. Please describe your cause of homelessness. Uh, hard question. Input not recognized. I can't afford a place to live? It sounds like you selected lifestyle choice. Judgment section. What? No! Please remain where you are while we connect you with services. <laughs> what services? I need a place to live. Do not resist while you are connected with services. Navigation droid dispatched. Fuck. For your safety, you will be connected with services. Connected with services. No, no, quit. Quit. Turn off. Off. Jenny, off. No. Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of Seattle Sucks, Thank episode you, Alex. number 15. Uh, I'm Alex, and looks like we have Greg. Yeah, that's me. And Colin. Hello. Hey everybody. Uh, yeah, well guys, um, I can actually see you, because the smoke has cleared. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as of last week, I had about a two foot... Uh, radius of view in front of yeah. me at all times. It was very confusing as to who I was talking to, where I was going, anywhere. So it's good to be able to actually, you know. I think you had the things. the fog of war setting turned on. <laughs> <laughs> the whole city did. Yeah, yeah, the whole city's gone fog of war. It's amazing. Homely, homely. Seattle's new homelessness so, solution to homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you heard at the beginning of the episode was a. I think I would call it a sneak peek, uh, a preview. Into a preview release of uh, Seattle's uh, Innovation Council's latest app, uh, Homely, trademark. Uh, basically, a way to connect uh, homeless people with, you know, services. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's be services. Great. I can't wait. And it's funny because, uh, Colin, like you showed me a tweet from Brett Hamill about. Yeah. Uh, he was just basically ranting about how no one is like talking about how ridiculous this is. Yeah, except for Sawant, who came out and said, "We don't need apps." Yeah, this is, well, Sawant and us. Per- yeah, sure. Yeah, but I don't think Brett listens. So. No. Yeah, yeah, Brett. He's, he's still welcome to come on, but he, he's, <laughs> I think it's pretty clear he's not going to at this his point. His name on it, right there. After hearing about, especially like that one piece about how, you know, Jenny's whole idea, Mayor at Mayor Jenny's a whole idea of this innovation council is just as a way to produce apps. Like it's some, like the government is now like some app maker or something like big fish games or something like <laughs> well, that. Like to, like to, 
identify problems and then build yeah. apps. Oh, cool. Okay, great. So the city government now is just completely given up on governing, and now it's just turned into some weird, like, agile development company. You got to go where the money is. <laughs> they pivoted. <They're> pivoting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, well, good point. So they pivoted now towards app creation, and I it just blew my mind, and I was, like, really depressed about it i guess and like also just thought it was hilarious and absurd so i'd like talk to my friends and be like can you believe this bullshit and basically four-fifths of everyone i talked to just sort of like nodded their head and said like actually that that sounds like a great idea i think we need more apps no so seattle is getting what it wants like everyone wants apps i mean maybe that you know that's the i mean that's the answer to it all right like everything about our politics is Mayor Jenny is what people want. Like yeah. this is this is what they voted for and they're down. This is what this city is. You know, we can we can sort of shit on like our hapless, stupid, clueless politicians, but it's like it's our hapless, stupid, clueless residents that are really the fucking problem are like just comfortable liberal dumb shits. Yeah. Who you're, are like, yeah, yeah, an app will do it. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. We, that's what we said with day too it's like we had better candidates and brett when he kind of had a little meltdown after he tweeted about that (laughs) and was talking about how much better of a mayor carrie moon would have been and there's no reason we couldn't have had carrie moon or had nikita oliver if people wanted either one of them yeah and they didn't they wanted robo jenny durkin or at least enough you know it's the a plurality didn't yeah, a plurality of people who actually got out and voted, who heard the message, I think, you know, it, we know this is also, we can't, it's just like nationally, like I'm unwilling to sort of cast like an entire country in one way or an entire half a country. It, it is about turnout and it's about like being able to actually connect a message to people who are just disconnected from society and politics and whatever. But, um, but still, there are a lot of like, there really legitimately are a lot of Jenny fans out there. Who yeah. are like, yeah, this is great. Who just like are constantly refreshing our Twitter feed, like looking for the next sports tweet. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking love that shit. Because um, that's all she's been doing lately, by yeah. the way, is like just talking about sports while there's a uh, record heat and uh, bizarre haze just drowning out the sun. And yeah. <laughs> the blood reds. Yeah. The blood yeah. Red. And blood red moon. The yeah, fucking yeah. apocalyptic mornings. Yeah, like you wake up in the morning and the lights like this weird pink color. Even the like, stars are a red hue. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And it's like I get it. Like it's not a problem that she can solve immediately, but to just tweet about sports is like, come on. That's Well, she can't know. help herself. <laughs> There's other things can't. that her people are thinking about than the next fucking NHL team. But I was talking about how, like, people love apps, and so I guess I can't blame Jenny for creating this stupid council, but a friend of mine was telling me about how the city of Boston uh, had the same great idea to create apps to help people connect with services. Yeah, Boston is, like, a legendary for innovation. Like, that's... that they, is that you know, on their city seal innovation and technology probably <laughs> it probably is no i mean like over the last uh over this century like they've you know between the universities there and the city like they're they've gone through the entire gamut of 
all the sort of innovation bullshit and vibrancy bullshit mm-hmm. that um, cities have experimented with, they all a lot of it originated in Boston, and so they're well, way ahead of the curve on this Let me this just shit. say this. Fuck you, Boston, because now we're getting all their downwater shitty ideas. <laughs> yeah. It's trickle-down innovation. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dirkonomics, man. <laughs> yeah. So I pulled up the city of Boston. This was not hard to find. They have a whole section on technology and innovation on their city website, mm. and they list proudly list all of their apps so they have this thing we've created and worked on apps to make life easier for boston residents <laughs> check it just says apps i love it check out our current applications <laughs> so they didn't want to abbreviate they got apps too many times was a little bit maybe too much so they they didn't abbreviate it at the end applications so here, here's what we got uh, the first one is boss it's almost like a Bible verse. It's B O S colon three one one, which is uh, I guess the book of boss. Yeah, yeah. the book of boss. Uh, yeah. Verse uh, verse three or chapter three verse eleven. The Lord said 11. unto boss, uh... Uh, but the boss three one one app helps residents and visitors improve city neighborhoods. Cities capitalized inexplicably, but it is okay. Um, you can report non-emergency issues like. Potholes hmm. and graffiti. Hey, that we sounds have that. like find it, fix it. Yeah. So okay, I, I get it now, Boston. We're like basically copying their ideas, right? Also, I mean that. So it's take a, just a moment to slow down and think about what these apps are. That find it, fix it, and whatever the fuck that was. Pothole. Boss three one one. Oh <laughs> wow, God, that's right. Okay. So the God said unto Boss, like uh, crowdsource yeah. your your data needs like like it's this constant uh anti-government drive has now permeated we know this isn't you know has permeated every level of american consciousness and it's like well if you can if there's any possible way to lay off people in a city and automate it by not just by technology but by crowdsourcing it's great you yeah know? by tricking the people into doing the work themselves right and it's just free. like all automation it's like this will help this be more efficient and be done better and be easier for the worker or better for the consumer but that's just this it's just really just it's make government smaller and cheaper yeah. and and more more impersonal and mm-hmm. shitty mm-hmm what else does Boston have for oh, us, Alex? I, well, I, I, I'm pausing here for a sec, because the, you can read the reviews of the app. Oh, and I'm yeah. seeing if there's anything funny, that's yeah, all. Yeah, I got it. Not really. It's just people bitching about error messages. I don't know. <laughs> now, that, that is the hallmark of innovation. <laughs> Great idea. It doesn't century. work. Gives the error message, services not initialized. <laughs> <laughs> You get that one. Oh, there's one guy, Neil Daringer, reporting everyone who fails to shovel, the, shovel their sidewalks. So people are obviously, it's a find it, fix it situation where neighbors are just tattling on each other, to, you know, spiteful. Uh, this one is sort of like nefariously vague. Commonwealth Connect. This award-winning app links cities and towns throughout Massachusetts. You can report problems to local governments, even if you don't know who to contact. Hmm. The fuck? It sounds well, like a black hole for shit to fall into. There, yeah, no there are shit. lots of witches out there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. I wouldn't uh, know where to turn them in. Okay. Um, they don't have an app for that. They should. Next app. Oh, by the way, if anyone listens to this episode, lives in Boston, like, 
do come on that podcast and tell us about how all the cool these apps are. Yeah, Seattle has, needs some success how stories. How it solved your social problems. Yeah, made yeah. your life so much better. How it's how no one is on heroin anymore. Yeah, and no homeless people, <laughs> and like uh, everyone makes a living wage in yeah. Boston. And it's yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. So this one's my my personal favorite is Trash Day. Um. I'm just going to let you kind of stew on that for a second, what you think that might be. Uh, uh, trash day is, now it's easier than ever to remember when your next trash day is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. This app shows schedules, sets reminders. Wow. If you fucking get reminders from your trash day app to that take so- out your garbage, are you fucking subhuman? <laughs> that sounds like, like a calendar app. Yeah, that sounds like a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hope your phone, like, goes fucking but, nuts but, like an amber alert to you know, remind you to take your garbage but, out. But, no, see, this is connected to the, the data. Like, if, when Trash Day changes, when there's a delay or something, mm. it's going to let you know. Your calendar isn't doing that. That's true. Yeah, there's a lot of panic and confusion when there's a holiday and you're like, but is it like an important holiday or is it a not important holiday? I've never panicked over <laughs> the trash. It's like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, it's annoying when it has to sit there for an extra week on your curb, but... <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay, here's another one. There's a bunch of really stupid other ones. Like, you know, here you can pay, uh, you can, instead of using a parking meter, you can pay with your phone. We have that yes. here now. Yeah, that. Okay, whatever. Like, I don't know. I which, guess that's marginally more convenient. Which I'm assuming is some private company that the city's contracting with. Probably. Well, yeah, now everyone knows what car you, like, it's, it's a weird data collection thing, too, I'm sure. Um, but here's a good one. This is so good. Okay, this one is called Boston Paytix. P-A-Y-T-I-X. Uh, the Paytix app is the fastest way to pay your city of Boston parking <laughs> oh, tickets. <fuck> <laughs> Love it. It's a more convenient way to give your fucking money to a regressive bullshit. Is there like an image of like a smiling meter maid like being oh, like probably heroically uh, placing yeah. a ticket under a uh, windshield wiper? I love it says uh, you can just scan your ticket and enter your payment information. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I wonder how many just dicks and balls get scanned and sent because <laughs> that would be uh, fucking amazing they have like screenshots of it uh, it looks like a very boring poorly designed app um okay and then here's a good one this one kind of sort of begs the question of what caused this to be created but um the, the aptly named where's my school bus app <laughs> the app for parents <laughs> Sorry, where's my school bus? Okay, uh, that sounds like like a, a daytime children's uh, yeah. weekend TV show yeah. or something, or like a PBS uh, cartoon. Yeah, an or episode of the Magical School Bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the app for parents of Boston public school students lets you track buses in near real time. Wow. So I don't know why they needed that. that I don't is, know why that's in, fucking ne- they need to be. In near near real near real time tracking of school buses, it sounds like I don't know if you were like a child predator, that would be great, right? You can you can see the bus, you know all the routes, you can like yeah. disrupt the. It might like, that might backfire on them. that. You would that that it matters to anyone like w- when your kid's gonna show up is is sad is like that says a lot about just the the overworked hectic hecticness of modern life yeah i'm reading the reviews to the boston paytix app which is like obvious that's the the ticket collection app you know mm-hmm. 
It's uh, got a resounding 28 one stars and only seven five stars. It's the lowest rated Boston app so far. Oof. And the latest review is by Burt Burt. And this is from 6-28-18. Just one of the many rackets run, <laughs> run by the city of Boston. Their way of saying fuck you to the working man. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I like this guy. So clearly the people of Boston have, their, their voice has been heard. Let's Seattle, if, be warned. Let's see if this guy's on <laughs> Don't let Mayor Jenny innovate you a parking ticket app. Oh, Burt fuck. Burt. That's what's going to come out of the Innovation Council. I fucking guarantee you. Yeah, we'll get one of those. Like that's, that will be the success win of the Durkin uh, mayoral, you know, her whole administration will be like, we released the C, the C, C, ta- mm. C Pay Ticks app. <laughs> Seattle Pay Ticks. That'll be their big achievement. Holy shit. These reviews are amazing. Boston hates its residents. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, why would I pay a convenience fee? <laughs> you have to pay a convenience fee on the app. That's so good. I, that um, can, so I really want to understand like the whole convenience fee when when like whether it's it's all any kind of well yeah any paying for any kind of ticket whether it's a punitive one or for a movie or a concert or something. The convenience fee for the convenience of using the automated system rather than going to the you know the ticket counter. When we all know what we're doing is using a system that makes it cheaper to sell these things. You don't have to, it's automated, so it's cheaper. It's not more expensive. That has pissed me off for my entire adult life. No, that's yeah. infuriating. Uh, the it's, one of the yeah, five star re- language. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the five star reviews um, from Dennis Barrows. Um, this is from April fifth, twenty eighteen. Uh, all caps. Great, easy app. This app is awesome and very convenient. A $1 convenience fee is definitely worth it. If you can't afford $1, you shouldn't be driving or owning a car. <laughs> I can Whoa. I can picture a lot of people around here saying that. But also, I love that. He's like, I'm just out getting tickets so I can pay them. I love it. <laughs> so great. Park wherever the fuck I want. Oh, dude. Yeah, Please, for pay him, tickets this, all is day. Like, this is just automated... He's always known, like, he has, he's so flush. He's like, above, yeah, he's above it. The ticket doesn't matter, yeah. but the logistical hassle of having to pay it is, <laughs> is the penalty for him. Yeah, right. To so, go through, so the money, the $75 parking ticket is like, he could fucking wipe his ass with that. <laughs> yeah. But that he has to, like, pull, take, keep, hold, keep a hold of this piece of paper, and within two weeks, like, go get online and type in a credit card each time do the shit remember that's like that's the ticket for him <laughs> yeah no that's totally true it, he really should say like if you can't afford to do the crime then don't don't do the crime you know <laughs> so <laughs> pay ticks is just for rich fuck rich fucks yeah. basically yeah. so they can more easily just pay whatever uh regressive it's, tax they have it's to pay the yeah. platinum the parking plan yeah totally <laughs> you know? yeah because have, have you either of you ever heard people talk about using the hov lane when they're not hov because they can afford to pay the ticket and well it's just worth it to them i fucking believe that because i've I, heard that from several people when i so i, like I have to cross yeah. people you know yeah why why do you know these people uh, that's a fair and Are good they, question. Having told you this, they they're alive still. They're still alive. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's the funny knowledge. thing is like, um, first of all, I've never seen anyone get a ticket for driving in HOV lane ever. I don't I don't think we even enforce that rule. So um, 
I drive to five. I drive across five twenty every day to work, Ugh. and I would say at least half or more of the cars in the HOV lane have one. Fu- they're like a fucking small, you know, coupe with one person in them, and you're well, like, "Fuck this on shit." The, on the bridge, you can't get pulled over on the bridge. You literally can't get pulled over on the bridge. You can get pulled over on the bridge. You can get, but if if there's traffic, like they can't. Well, They'd have to once you're on there. They're not watching people on the bridge. You know what I mean? Well, like, they are. They 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 have like a there's like a shoulder now where the cops hang out on. Oh, really? But I don't think they well, give a fuck new. during rush hour. I don't. They don't want to whatever. But in the morning, they they give people tickets all the yeah. time for yeah. zooming on the bridge. In the in the morning is when I would see people get violations. Yeah. Huh. When okay. I lived in Yakima and came over, there's a spot outside of Issaquah where the left lane turns into HOV, and there was all, almost always a cop there that was pinching people for that. But Fuck. during rush hour, yeah, like, no one's enforcing it. I still have too much of a conscience to be a total dick and be like, yeah. I can't wait an extra ten minutes to, you know... Yeah. Right, you know, fucking... it's, that would never occur to me. Like, Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. First of all, yeah, I can't... I mean, well, if you any had kind to sit in traffic ticket, every day... Any kind occur. of ticket is, like, a major <laughs> event in my life. <laughs> Yeah, um, financially, yeah. but also like, yeah, that. Oh fuck, dude. Hmm. Anyway, I don't know. I, anyway, I feel this like, is some yeah, real is like, talk what? radio mon- mindset. <laughs> yeah, no shit, here, dude. Like, we are. Yeah. this is getting dark. Yeah. Uh, back to apps. Um, that was just a taste of your future, Seattle. Um, go to just go to the city of Boston website. Take a look around. That's I guarantee you where all those innovation council fucking wonk dickheads are all getting their ideas are all just cribbing it from the boston website so well and we should we should say the obvious which is none of those apps help homeless people in any way yes nope. so but see let me let's back up colin i see where you're going with this okay but you just obviously don't have the sort of innovative mind that can mm. grasp what's you happening might be right here. about that mm. you see what Boston didn't have when these apps were developed was a council, an innovation council that was willing to start from first principles and identify problems. Okay, mm-hmm. that's why homelessness was not identified as a problem in You're Boston. Right. So, yeah. I we that's been covered by we have the most innovative people in the world here in the city in this region. I don't know if you knew that. Um, Praise the be most to innovative thing. <laughs> this council's done so far is uh realize they need to figure out what is wrong wow that's where we're gonna beat the shit out of boston on this app game we, i think we're I gonna think catch right. up in the app gap <laughs> we're gonna, we gonna close the app gap the we've app got gap. um we've got to uh it's uh it's an arms race yeah oh. it's an apps race it's an apps race yeah we've got to close the app gap and we're gonna are we worried we're, about Boston yeah, selling us their apps or something? I think they're certainly a rival. Yeah, rival. Yeah, in a, you know, in a lot of they think of themselves ways. as innovative. They don't even know what the meaning of the word innovation. But I'm reading the oh. the city of Boston has an innovation and technology website. Holy shit! We engage, empower, and improve life for residents in the city. Through technology. Go on. Um, and then it just makes this like bid to hire people. It's like, if you would like a job working for the Innovation Council, they're literally hiring for everyone, apparently. Like, chief information officer, wow. principal networks engineer. So, I don't know. I guess it's a shitty job that no one wants. But it just, I mean, like, I don't, I haven't had time to read through all of it, but it's just these like core infrastructure 
enterprise applications, digital engagement and services, data and analytics, broadband, cable, and digital equity. And then just a bunch of gobbledygook. That's fucking stupid. Um. Um... (laughs) <laughs> Wicked free Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. funny. That's pretty good. That is, uh, they innovated that joke very well, I think. Um, okay, wait. We were going to talk about yeah, the broadband on, shit, On that right? topic, mm-hmm. this last week, uh, uh, four days ago now, Jenny Durkin announced the Tech Matching Fund recipients. And the Tech Matching Fund is a, it's a fund that issues grants for all kinds of things like computer labs, uh, broadband programs that teach technology, um, etc. So she tre- she tweeted out for the 21st year, Seattle IT Department's Tech Matching Fund grants are helping to close the digital divide and improve digital equity in Seattle's communities. This year, these grants will benefit over 8,300 residents, including immigrants, refugees, and people with disabilities. And so that sounds targeted. That does sound targeted. <laughs> and as we talked about before the show, Mayor Durkin ran on essentially opposing municipal broadband. Yeah. Which would surely have <laughs> helped close the digital divide and improve digital equity. Yeah, no shit. But like actually it would have actually, actually done that yeah. and mm. actually helped Everyone, absolutely, absolutely. It would have hobbled uh, just a little some shitty uh, media companies, and uh, yeah, of which there are maybe three players in Seattle now. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, but th- that that is it's so typical. That is like that whole liberal mindset is like let we're gonna efficiently find the smallest amount of money we can use like these people had to like apply for a year for grants to me whoever had the best pitch and whatever they get this little bit of money that we can show was targeted was we made sure this went to the people most in need and as long as you can say something is being done for the people most in in need it just obfuscates the that most people aren't being affected yeah whereas we could have actual large-scale change by uh, having municipal broadband which you know, greg you have to think of an, an innovative mindset when you try to approach a problem like digital equity and i think what they're going for it's an innovation they're going for the shark tank idea okay you know like, like right, right right they're like we have a problem where we have um underfunded internet basically people that live in you know marginalized neighborhoods get shitty internet or they just don't even have it at all. You know, that means they can't connect and use apps and cool things like that. Yeah. Um, People just can't afford it. So let's Shark Tank this. Let's have them all come to us. And, and but like, exactly like you said, like, it's that liberal mindset of, like, come come to us and improve why you need it. Yeah. And, and then maybe we'll give it to you. And sh- tell us your story and, yeah. you know, the stories of the people you're going to serve. And, like, because we want to give it to the most deserving yeah it's, you know? ab- it's about meritocracy yeah it's a, the in, illusion in some of way it's like it's about helping it's about targeted assistance for the smallest but lowest among a number but lowest among us and then meritocracy for the people running the program like if you have to really be you have to have, to have the best pitch and the best background and like whatever to show that you're gonna you're gonna use this money wisely mm-hmm Cool. Yeah. And then it just gets subcontracted out. Or <laughs> yeah. It's just a graph. 
<laughs> yeah. So there, there are two things nationally that are, were related to this story. At least I think they were national. One was the highest ranked broadband provider in the country is municipally run. So there's one little data point. So Where's that? I don't recall hmm. where, um, but that could have been Seattle. And then the second was, and I thought this might have been a Seattle piece, but I can't seem to find it, was that gentrifying neighborhoods are now being served by Comcast. So this is one of the nefarious, gross side effects of gentrification that internet is finally coming to communities that are underserved because rich white people are moving there. Right, yeah. I mean, that's, in a way, that's what gentrification is, Sure. basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, but, but, like, I think, didn't the United Nations say internet is, like, a human right? I mean, as basically digital natives, I take internet for granted as, yeah. like, that's like a utility. You just kind of assume everyone has it, but that's not the reality. No, it's really not true. And, yeah, the options are much more limited in a, in a lot of... Well, I think neighborhoods. And- I think everyone has it to a degree that they pay for it. So, like, for us, uh, you know, we can, you know, we get like the high speed internet and we pay a flat monthly rate for it, and it, you know, seems to work out just fine. But those but options aren't the those, same options aren't available everywhere. Exactly. So, like, if you're in a certain, I don't even know what part of Seattle is underserved versus overserved in, in our case, but um, but basically, where like you only internet service you can get is through your phone. Where you're fucking told for every megabyte you spend, you you pay yeah. for, right? Yeah. So you end up paying more probably for your internet than anyone else does. Dude, being poor is fucking expensive. Yeah, exactly. And that's the bullshit thing that like you know people have access to the internet. You can't not have you know some options. basic options. Yeah. But it's like how fucking expensive and how much of a pain in the ass is it for you? Yeah. Is determined you know by your by your class basically. Yeah. Yeah. And in Seattle, like so many things, you know we we. That seem, we seem to be okay with that, you even though we you know, want digital equity, but yeah. you know, don't want municipal broadband. That's just a basic reality of poverty: is that it's expensive. You end up overpaying for the shittier version of everything. It's a trap. Well, guys, thank you for coming in. Uh, thank God, all the smoke is gone. Um, just enjoy, enjoy the fresh air for a little it's bit. Not longer. complaining. It was like it was like standing next to a campfire, like. <laughs> Which not, is awful, and yeah, everyone hates it. Terrible. Not, everyone loves campfires. No. This is a Pacific Northwest. Drives, drives me nuts to hear, like, to read people like comparing it to Beijing, going like, "This is the by you know parts per million, the content of particles in the air is worse than Beijing." That's fucking like fuel oil and coal smog. This is like hundred percent pure, natural, organic forest. So it's you think, a fu- it's you like, think Seattle should be excited about their pollution no, being organic? No, I'm just organic. saying, like, I'm not saying... <laughs> look, obviously, yeah, it's going to cause people some health problems, and it's not great, but at the end of the day, it's, it could be... It's, it is just like you're standing... You stood next to a campfire for an hour. An hour? For, <laughs> for four days? Yeah, it's straight. more like you couldn't go outside <laughs> for... But but uh, well, good news, Greg. There's more on its way. Yeah, um, I'm Great. sure there's another forest fire to, for you to appreciate the secondhand consequences of. Um, I guess before we say goodbye, I should plug the Twitter at Seattle Sucks Pod. That's what it is, right? We that's never correct. remember yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. yeah. yeah. follow us. Uh, shout us out. Say something. Say hi. Yeah, please. We really have no anything. idea who's listening or 
if anyone is probably um we'd love to hear from you well we know you are bezos town thank you (laughs) yeah we yeah shout out to your number one power fan bezos town yeah you rule man and we're men or women (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah uh yeah could be it we know we'll we'll never know we'll never know um they rule yes (laughs) yes <laughs> yes rate us five stars yes yeah don't also, forget to subscribe itunes google play google Podcasts, internet seattle.sucks there Just is hit also us up a on patreon the there is a patreon how many subscribers do we have now um i prefer not to say the numbers are so good i don't want to jinx it so <laughs> i'm not gonna say on the air okay okay cool. good. yeah good, i mean yeah, yeah. we don't need to tout our success you know i don't really think we need to <laughs> to rooster around uh how how well everything's going uh with the podcast financially <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah uh, good thing it costs virtually nothing and takes almost no effort to produce this podcast <laughs> jesus christ yeah fuck you <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right i haven't cut one of these in a while um but yeah uh stay tuned uh next topic is gonna be <laughs> no, i'm just kidding all right Bye, everybody. Good good night. Farewell. Farewell.